Welcome back to the Hey Rody podcast, where we take a deep dive into the people of the Ocean State. We are your hosts, Nick and Sasha. Hi, everyone. I hope everyone is having a wonderful, beautiful, lovely day. Did I say lovely twice? Nope. Wonderful, beautiful, lovely. Oh, perfect. Oh, that's cute. Um, today, <laughs> Thank you. Uh, today, we have Jeff Palmer on the show. He is a personal friend. Um, he works um, with Brian at Luminous, and he's a local artist who is kind of his block art, I feel like, is kind of like taking the state by storm. He's doing... Is that taking... Sure. It works, right? Yeah. Nailed it again? Go with, go with what you feel. Nailed, nailed it again. <laughs> um, he does these really awesome, cool... Uh, we were trying to d- d- like title them. Some might call them lino blocks, lino cuts. He calls them block art. Um, but they're really cool. They're really um, funky and interesting. Some say, some say like uh, phrases. Some are of cats. Some are of celebrities. Um, he had one on today that was a, a portrait of Vincent van Gogh that was really cool. This, he kind of like mimicked his style. Um, so yeah, we talked to Jeff today about, you know, his journey. He's not originally from Rhode Island, um, how he got here and his sort of um, the different hats he's worn along the way. So yeah, it was really fun. I liked getting yeah. to chat. And as is tradition, um, it is chock full of tangents. Oh yeah. Um, a few of them purposeful uh, or on purpose. Dragging, I had to drag us back all the way to the beginning of our conversation <laughs> at the end of our conversation. Um, <laughs> but uh, I thought it was really fun. Yeah. I, I didn't know Jeff uh, prior to him walking into our humble little. We've uh, written about him a few times. So you've yes, seen it. I knew of, you Jeff. knew of him. Yeah. But you didn't know um, him personally. And I've seen some of his art before, um, but he was, really fun he was really yeah cool. he's so i love talking to him even like even if you're like cruising the flea and you see his booth and and you might not be in the market to buy anything just sitting and having a conversation he's so interesting um he's so passionate about what he does which i love you love being around that because it makes you like want to feel passionate about the things you're doing um so yeah it was really fun getting to talk with him he's you know we've been friends for a while so you know he's known about the podcast and we've been like oh there's gonna we're gonna get you on we're gonna get you on and then it worked out both of our schedules cleared up and we were able to have him on and it was i'm so happy we did it was great yeah i'm glad we did too uh he was uh, it's a little different uh we've had other artists on um this would be a he also does painting things of that, yep. that nature as well. Uh, but this kind of block art's a different type of thing. Uh, his road to it's a little bit different than uh, other people's. He has some other interests. He does, um, you know, some directory directing stuff yep. for for video. He's really into movies. We talk about movies a lot um, in this podcast. We talk about just art itself and you know the journey to get there and you know maybe why things work and then the business of it and trying to freelance and you know all that kind of fun stuff. I thought yeah. it was a an interesting conversation and he was really fun to talk to so yeah it was great and if you're looking to purchase some fun art or do commission um jeff is pixel palmer on instagram and he's most i would say like he's at a lot of of of, of artist markets so he's usually at the flea he's at the lip at park farmers market he does a lot of fields of artisans um so if you're looking to bottom out you will find him if you look you will find. <laughs> um, and yeah, he's great. He's fun to t- chat with. He has great um, ideas and so creative. And yeah, I feel very lucky that he's a friend and that he was on the show. Yeah. And I think everybody will enjoy it. It's very interesting. It's very fun. He's a funny guy. Um, and uh, I think everybody will enjoy Yeah, yeah, yeah. So everyone have fun. Bye. Yeah, have fun. <laughs> Are we ready?
Okay, so we're here with Jeffrey Palmer, artist extraordinaire. Although before we started recording, we were talking about that you've worn a lot of caps in mm -hmm. your career. Yep. You were a radio host, you were a professor, and you're an artist. Oh, I mean, I feel like when you're an artist, you're always an artist. Yeah, that's true. It you don't um it doesn't go away. It's always yeah. with you. Yeah. Whether or not you have the time to devote to to doing your art is probably the the question. It's true, yeah. Um, and you're not originally from Rhode Island. No, originally from grew up in New Hampshire. So okay. I am a New Englander. Okay, okay. So you're close. Yep. Not quite there. No, no. But you're close. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you had mentioned before that you lived in California. So what has been like your journey from growing up in New Hampshire, maybe assuming going on some West Coast situations mm -hmm. and then yep. coming back to New England, specifically Rhode Island. What well, was that journey? Yeah, like? I'll keep it kind of very brief because <laughs> it could go on and on and on. Uh, grew up in New Hampshire, mm -hmm. uh, went to Keene State College. Okay. Um, that's where I kind of fell in love with film. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I all of a sudden I ended up in this classroom, lights down, watching cool movies, surrounded by a bunch of weirdos. I love that. And I was like, you hey, found this some is fellow weirdos. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, we're, you know, we were all kind of Muppets, you know, like. This is um, already like a tangent, but during that film class, was there a specific film that like changed your like you were like, oh shoot? I well, love I this. had yeah, I uh, that's a good question. I mean, there were a lot, but there was one film in particular. It was filmed in like 1948. It was a mm -hmm. short film uh, by a female filmmaker, Maya Darren, mm. and it, it was an abstract film, um, avant garde, and it was called Meshes of the Afternoon. Oh, very. Um, I think it was like 15 minutes, maybe. Okay. Uh, and it was the first time I'd seen something. I mean, I'd seen a lot of narrative films, a lot of, you know, your typical Hollywood movies, yeah. independent films. But um, actually, there are a lot of filmmakers like David Lynch and Stanley Kubrick who who kind of cite that as one of a, a film, a touchstone film that really, really kind of affected them too, mm -hmm. visually, editing-wise. Yeah, it's very abstract. It's very dreamy. It's oh. very, and then the music that went along with it. I mean, there's no dialogue. Okay. You know, it's black and white. I mean, it's definitely, you know, art house mm. film. Yeah. But it, uh, it, you know, when you're seeing it for the first time, you know, you're 18 years old or whatever, and you hadn't really experienced You've only a lot seen of Hollywood movies. Yeah. You know, you're kind of used to that. It's like, whoa, you can make movies like this that are just mm -hmm. weird and yeah. cool and visually interesting. So it was almost like a kind of had a music video Ooh, cool. vibe to it. Oh, yeah. I'm going to have to watch it. That's yeah. Cool. Yeah. So sorry. I just needed to ask that really. Yeah. Quick. Sure. Nick, was there a movie that changed your life? It's mm. a good question. Yeah, <laughs> that is a good question. I, I would say. Not that I can think of, yeah. But there are like, uh, especially since I got into like photography and starting to learn about videography and things mm. like that. Um, there have been movies that have come out that like visually like blow me away a mm. little bit. Yeah. Where even if the movie wasn't incredible, which I can't think of a lot of them, but mm. like, um, I will go now be watching a movie and a scene happens and I go, "That was a cool shot." Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like yeah, not yeah, everybody's yeah. paying attention to that, but or like, yeah. um. Yeah, I start to notice that if whatever, say there's, uh, I think in Dune, the newer movie that they, oh, they came yeah. out, mm -hmm. they they do the uh, a color grading for like mood and location where mm -hmm. like the desert's really warm and then like inside the buildings has a cool tone to it. And like yeah. not necessarily something you would notice unless you were like a videography person, but mm -hmm. like you subconsciously notice it. Yeah. Sure. And kind of starting to notice that stuff. Another thing that I really loved was um, 
when Baby Driver came out. Yeah. I tell everybody to see that movie. Mm. Um, just good. for like the way that it choreographs to music is mm. awesome. Yeah. yeah. And the editing, you know, because yeah. editing yeah. is such really a huge cool. part editing of. Editing is like more, impo- not, it's not more, imp- there's nothing on a movie set that's more important than right. everything, but right. editing, holy crap. Yeah. It's like. I'd argue, I, I would, I would, think you could make an argument that editing's one of the most important it's right parts. up i mean yeah. it's right up there yeah, yeah. it makes the film because you watch some, sometimes like a director's cut versus like sure. a release cut yeah and one is dramatically better than totally. yeah. yeah yeah and you'll have directors say like if that editor didn't make a that call yeah or or offer that idea mm-hmm. to flip the scene or to do whatever movie. it made it made it all happen it yeah. made it all yeah. come together you um know? all right that was the first tangent of that of yes that, that was we a tangent a on a we tangent have, tangent. so now yeah, we're, yeah. we're our, so yeah. now we're at king state college you took <laughs> yep. your first film class where you meet mm-hmm. a bunch of weirdos and yep. you feel at home yep okay now what yeah so uh stuck with it mm-hmm. um and then got out of school actually ended up in like advertising and graphic design marketing that mm-hmm. sort of thing mm-hmm. uh so i that's when i kind of cut my teeth on graphic design which i had never really done uh, a lot of, yeah. but um, I learned that. Made a short film, uh, started doing some documentary work, mm-hmm. and hmm, where are we at now? Were you still Worked in a, New Hampshire? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, still okay. in New Hampshire, Seacoast area. Yeah, uh, had been, you know, uh, did some work on a on some indie film cool. sets in Salisbury and and Portsmouth, New Hampshire, and yeah. and then um, I took. I actually decided at one point to do a cross country trip connecting the dots with friends who lived yeah. all around. Mm-hmm. So I did that, came back and uh, ended up working at the video store that I had previously worked at, mm-hmm. Express Video in Dover, New Hampshire, Ooh. which is where I met my wife, Rebecca. We love Rebecca. Rebecca is yes. P and Finn's veterinarian. Oh, veterinarian. okay. Cat specialist. She's a cat specialist. She's and she treats whisperer. our cats so well. Yeah. She's so <laughs> Better cute. than you. Uh, hey! <laughs> hey! Uh, did, did I tell you? This is the second tangent of the show. So Finn got like a bunch of teeth removed. And normally when cats get their teeth removed, it doesn't affect their eating because most cats don't like eat their dry food. They don't crunch it. They just swallow it whole. Well, Finn, for some reason, got his teeth removed and he was like, I'm not going to eat dry food anymore. <laughs> and Brian and I didn't really like notice it because we have two cats and they have a bowl they share from. And he's so active, like he wasn't acting different or tired or whatever. And then one day, like we pet him and he felt so skinny. And I was like, this is so weird. So we brought. I know you take care of your cats. We brought <laughs> Finn to Beck and <laughs> she was like, yeah, he's not eating enough. And I was like so distraught that I cried for like two hours like I'm starving my baby <laughs> and now that kid gets so much food yeah. all the time snacks oh my god yeah. it's ridiculous anyway 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 sorry so you met Beth. that's okay yeah so and then uh we uh dated for quite a while then yeah. we got married in 2000 um no it's not 2000 2002 we Ooh. did yep and we got married in 20 years y- yep you've been yep. married but we had years. been we had been together quite a bit Long before that time. and then a year after that we moved to california for her education mm-hmm. so that was our cross-country trip moving everything to davis california uh, where's davis davis is outside it's like between san francisco and sacramento oh, okay. it's about it's closer to sacramento than it is to the bay area mm. so we got the whole northern california experience yep. wine tasting i mean this is i was working i started doing some fine art framing i had i did some filmmaking as well uh did you feel like at home being in california i know you weren't in like hollywood but like still around a lot of people who are like all 
you it know, was just the- so great to have a diff that you know i mean you can move anywhere in the world right yeah. and have that different experience but but it, it was so it was different. nice it was east coast west coast um there was a lot of biking yep you know you had four seasons of relatively nice weather yeah you know um, you don't worry about snow days and no snow days no i mean you know depression <laughs> fires you know we're yeah. <laughs> oh, true true we true. didn't get a lot of them while that a- ash days not yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. yeah ash wednesday tuesday thursday <laughs> friday yeah yeah um so we did have a few of those there yeah. were some there were some close i wouldn't say close calls but 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 yeah we experienced like oh wow that's yeah, that is a so fire different. happening right there over the mm-hmm. mountain so um and then we but we end up living in, uh, uh, we moved out of Davis to Santa Clarita and then Ooh, we're there for oh, a year. Oh, Santa Clarita diet. Yes. Oh my nor- God. North of, just north of Hollywood. That's um, so cute. So that's all part Isn't of that. Isn't that a big skateboarding area? I think so, yeah. Ooh, yeah. I wonder if Tony Hawk ever skated over there. I, I feel know. like that's where like, and I could be totally wrong about this. Hopefully somebody writes in and tells me, but I feel like that's like the Lords of Dogtown documentary was in that area. Is it? Yeah. Or is that Santa Cruz? I don't oh, know. maybe I, it was Santa I, that's, Cruz. But, I think it was Santa Cruz. Actually. Yeah. It's, Lords of Dogtown is like my guilt. Well, it's not a guilty pleasure, but like I, <laughs> I'm obsessed. I'm, I think all those guys are so cute and I yeah. love watching, <laughs> I love watching it, them do their skate trips. Do you, have you ever skateboarded? Were you ever? I tried. Yeah. When I was a kid, because I have an older brother, and mm-hmm. he was into like biking and skateboarding, and he was like so cool. And I, I feel like I got a skateboard for like my eighth birthday, mm-hmm. and then I was like, I never used it. I'm not. I'm. I. Well, wouldn't say I'm not athletic. Like I'm athletic in the sense of like I like to go on a trampoline. I like to jump <laughs> in the pool. I like to like do cartwheels, but I'm not super like. Like sporty kind of like sporty, and I'm also have no sense of balance. Ooh, okay. So like a skateboard, a snow. I tried yeah, snowboarding. Yeah, those are probably not good for you. It's I have no like center of gravity. I don't trust <laughs> myself. What? It's true. I just love, I have no center of gravity. <laughs> I don't. I need to. Be, well, I do, but it needs to be center. Like I can't have my feet together. It stresses <laughs> me out. Did you ever skateboard? Uh, actually, that was something I never really did. You try yeah, it. yeah. I oh, mean, you would have struck me as like a longboarder. I know. I could like so see that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, like I bike, but I don't. I don't skate. Do yeah. you ever skateboard? Yeah, when I was a kid, I did. Were you good at it? No. Well, Nick drives a freaking one wheeler, so like me not having oh, any center of gravity. Yeah. He like has one of like those. A, the, it's like a uh, electric, scary thing. almost like an electric skateboard, but it's yeah. one wheel in the center. And how it. do you like that? Is I it fun? Only psychos can drive. It feels like. Like snowboarding on dry land. It has a motor though, right? Yeah. Or is it? Do you control that with your uh, no, remote? No, no. It's all like by leaning and. That's and, cool. Yeah, I've seen people f- kind of cruise by, and I and Devin I'm always intrigued. One. I'm yeah, just like, it's a that's motor that's cool. built into a gyro, and it's all in that center tire. Yeah, and it, and it it balances you. No so kidding. the biggest thing people run into is when they try to get on it, they want to balance it, uh, but it's trying to balance you. So then you're fighting it and it's like <laughs> throwing you off. And is it part of the Segway uh, no, it's its technology own, or is it its, its own? own company? Uh, this guy, I can't remember his name. It's in California, I mm. believe. Yep. Um, he invented it and just like kind of slowly caught fire with yeah, it and, yeah. you know, patented it. And that's pretty cool. Yards. Yeah. It's such They're a cool awesome. idea behind yeah. it. Yeah. I think that those things are so scary. I can't even believe people <laughs> do that. Anyway, okay. so you're not that a was tangent, 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 number tangent. Three. Um, so you're yeah. in Santa Clarita. Yeah. And so we were there and it was hot Yeah, and we really weren't in love with it. Uh, but we were living right around the corner from where Beck's first job was yeah. being a, a cat doctor. Yeah. And we kept driving to the coast. So we kept driving to Ventura. 
Ooh. Talk about skating and surfing, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and so it wasn't that far away. It was about a 45-minute drive, and we're just like, at, at a certain point, we just said, I think we need to live in Ventura. I think we need to get to the coast. Yeah. And I am, like, we're both just so glad we did because it was just a great experience. Life-changing. It was, you know, you're, you're, again, we grew up on the East Coast, so you have that you know, yeah. York Beach, Maine, Hampton yeah. Beach, you can the go main to the beaches, you can go to the water anywhere. Exactly. Uh -huh. Yeah. Rivers, lakes. Yep. And we just needed to be to, near the water again. And uh, yeah. And so we were about a two mile walk to the, uh, the Santa, uh, not Santa Clarita, Ventura Harbor. Ooh, so, so you'd walk through these cool. strawberry fields. <gasps> You'd smell the strawberries, that's and it's all you know agriculture things growing growing year round, vegetables, fruit. Wow. You'd go, you'd you know, you get your avocado uh, stand. You oh, man. you know, there was a we've we've we discovered a mushroom company not too far from that's us, so you could cool. just drive over and get like, you know, it was it was a yeah, it was wonderful, and that's when I started making a lot of uh, music videos. Mm. Which were a lot of fun for bands out there. Yeah, and uh, and then. Basically, around the 10-year mark, um, Rebecca's mom was dealing with some uh, dementia issues, mm -hmm. uh, and I had gone, I had some interviews that that were that didn't go the way I wanted them to. That was they were close, but yeah. they didn't go the way I wanted them to. Yeah, and then we just sort of got to that point. It's like you know what? I think we need to go home, back to back New home, England. back to New England yep. to kind of. Uh, you know, um, be there for family and yeah. start again. And we ended up in Somerville for mm -hmm. five years. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep. So we were in. Great. Yeah. So we were there. It's it's busy. You know, yeah. it's very. There's a lot of people there. Boston. So that Hustle area. Yeah. So when we moved to Providence, it was just this nice kind of human scale feel. Mm. You know, a little more elbow room. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and we just kind of fell in love. It's a know? much more, um, Rick from New Harvest, he said it, I think best. He said, Providence is like a manageable city. Yeah. You can live in the city, you can work in the city, but you can separate yourself and still be so close that you can get there in the blink of an eye. For sure. But still yeah. have that fresh air, still, you know, know your neighbors, yep. still have that sort of personal connection without it feeling like so like intense, busy, crazy. Yeah. I think that's why I liked, um. We went to Portland, Maine, but we were in Free yep. Freeport, mm -hmm. and yep. that's why I liked Freeport because it's kind of similar to being in towns around Providence, where you're like 15 minutes from Portland, Maine. And yep. Yeah, Freeport's kind of like a farmy area, but they have like that LL Bean downtown over there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I, I like that. Mm -hmm. I like being near a city. Yeah, I don't yeah. really want to be. In you don't one. need to be in it. Yeah, yeah. I want to be in it, baby, yeah. or as close as possible. <laughs> in the action, yeah. in the action baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you came back to Providence. Beck got a job. Yeah. At so at City Kitty. Yeah. Um, so oh yep, the All Cat Clinic. I um, love City Kitty. So she really loves it there, yeah. and they got a great crew. And so uh, it wasn't long after that, 2019, I started working at Luminous, Luminous which um, is the company that my husband owns. Mm -hmm. Found? I don't know. I don't <laughs> co founder. Know. Co -founded? Yeah, I think he's a co founder. Co -founded? Creative director, co founder. Creative yeah. I don't know. I don't know what his actual title is. He's just the guy that <laughs> I love. You should, well, maybe you should ask him. I love the uncertain him. of yeah. your husband's <laughs> I know. Do you have his you business work? card? <laughs> well, you know what I, mean? I think like, I do. I probably know. I think it's creative director and 
co-founder. Yes, maybe. Yeah. like the, the yeah. Yeah. Like, but saying, he's you know he's wearing all sorts of hats all the time. He wears Producer a lot of too. hats. Yeah, he's yeah. cute. Yeah. He's, he's so cute. cute. <laughs> I love him so. I'll much. let you you know cover that. You know, I think Brian yeah, Brian's pretty awesome. Portion. Yeah, yeah. I sometimes I'm amazed. I mean, he's he's. I will say he's amazing at um, logistics. Yeah. You know, I can just see like all the things going on in his head. Yeah. And he he manages to kind of keep a cool head. I I can I can manage some of those things, but I tend to wear that on my sleeve. Yeah. So pe- you know, he's, it's just different. Yeah. It's yep. so it's sim- similarly. I think we're very similar. I wear a lot of my emotions on my sleeve. Yeah. yeah. I'm not someone who like figures things out internally. I'm like, I need to talk to everyone all the time about <laughs> all the shit that's yeah. going on in my head. Yeah. And he handles it really well. That's what he's so good at. Yeah, he's pretty calm, cool, calm-headed. So yeah, he's just, pretty. I'm like, dude, do you ever stress out? I mean, I'm, yes, he does. I'm just kidding. Of yeah. course he does. But he's honestly. Yeah, he's not going to tell us. He's, he's the best person that's ever lived on this planet. And I love him so much. Anyway, back to. So you started working at Yes, Luminous. so started doing there. So it sort of turned into their uh, day player director. Yeah. So that's been great. Interviewing people, you know, doing some commercials. So that's you know freelance stuff. Yeah. Um. You know, uh, when I first started in 2019, obviously we were busier, and then COVID hit, yeah. and then things. So that's when things changed for me in yep. terms of what I was mostly doing, and I had been doing some teaching. Yeah. Before then, because uh, I went to back to school when. So when we were in Somerville, I went to Boston University for a year to get oh, cool. my master's in um, cinema and media media production with the. Attention mostly to teach. Yeah. So I did. I did get out. I I taught a couple classes, and it was fantastic experience. Mm. Um, I loved it. Did you teach like film studies? Like yeah, it wasn't class? film. It was basically. Uh, I think the first first I ended up at Northern Essex Community College. Yeah. And I was there for one semester, and it was uh, basically intro to film. Oh. Like cool. our, you know, filmmaking did you watch video. Like Citizen Kane. No, we did not. No, that wasn't that kind of class. This is this was more of a you're going to make some movies. Oh, technical. Okay. Yeah, not you're going to learn how to. Yeah. We're going to learn about writing. We're going to learn about all yeah. these things. Just very condensed and yeah. and um. Like here, I, here's different job titles and what they do on a set kind of thing. Yep, yep. Oh, here's cool. how you hold the boom. Here's yeah. you know this, but very kind of uh, basic stuff. Yeah. Gotcha. But I tell you, the the students poured their heart and soul. And what's fascinating about teaching, what I have learned, you know, in my limited experience doing it, is at the beginning of the semester, you have these students that some of them just, most of them don't know each other at yeah. all. But by the end, you know, the last couple classes, they're helping each other. They're Aww. showing each other what to do. I they're they're forming friendships that yep. they probably never would have seen coming. Yeah. It, it was just great, you know. I love that. So, yeah. So, that was another thing that I did. Um, And, uh, but when the pandemic hit right around sort of George Floyd, Breonna Mm -hmm. Taylor, the marches, the protests, I got kind of fired up to do some uh, sort of protest art, you know? So I started painting, Mm. uh, you know, kind of word text poem art. Yeah. And then that evolved into doing more painting, doing more painting, more painting, more painting, and just creating art. And through that whole summer is when I was doing a lot of visual. I brought some paintings just to show you. Yeah, a lot of spray paint stuff, um, very colorful. Mm. And um, and then I did my first uh, outdoor market at the Flea. Yeah. So yeah. October two thousand twenty, you were there. You, yeah. you, you guys, everyone was ma- you know wearing masks yeah. and um, and so that was a little bit of that pandemic pivot for me. Yeah. Where the video work, film work 
you know, was you definitely on pause for yeah. everyone. Yeah. Um, but, and then I was like, God, I got to stay busy doing something. Mm -hmm. And I just gravitated toward creating, you know, artwork yeah. that you can do on your own, you know? Was it, was this the first time you feel like in your adult life, at least you were able to give art like the attention it deserved? I think, yeah, yeah, I, I would agree. I, I think it was the first time that I really immersed myself mm. in in daily, daily producing work. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know? Because like when um, else would you, even like now, I mean, I know now you're a full-time artist, but like it takes a while to get to that point. Like yeah. to be able to, I mean, we were just talking about how COVID was obviously so terrible for yeah. so many reasons, but there's little silver linings in there. Like you got to have this pause that you never would have been able totally. to have in the normal life. And you got to really hone in on some skills that you probably always knew you had but never got to really explore in depth yep and like you could for what for a freaking year we, were, yeah. we couldn't leave our houses i know and, and we and I, I i was fortunate enough i have a garage you know we have a basement so i got to kind of spread out a little bit yeah um but yeah it was that combination of the pandemic uh the the marches um the protests and that all kind of it kept going yep. and then i discovered then i fell into uh block printing yeah uh around thanksgiving 2020 that year mm. just because i'd seen so i'd been selling i you know i sold some paintings but they're they're original paintings and once they're gone they're gone unless yeah. you make prints of them which i didn't get into mm. but then i started to see on instagram um you know like people doing carving and, and printmaking yeah. and it's like oh that's kind of cool you can sell you can Make, you can make a bag, you make, can make a, a bunch. towel, you can make a postcard, you can make a sticker. Yeah, exactly. So you could take all those. And then the, the cool thing about block printing that I discovered is I, I started to incorporate a lot of the graphic design that I learned many yeah. years ago. And I didn't, I didn't think that was going to be part of it, but mm -hmm. it did. And that's when I started to kind of play around with all of the Rhode Island theme. Yes, I you love. You know, Cool as a Quahog, yeah. Our Grit Makes Us Great, yeah. Anchored at Home in Rhode Island, all of those you know, very kind of Rhode Island. -y Which things. we love. We're literally the Hey Rhodey podcast. So give us all the Rhode <laughs> Island love that you can you yep. can muster. We love all that. Do you think so? Obviously, you, you had been in teaching, you had been in filmmaking, mm -hmm. getting into the art scene in a place like Providence. I'm mm. sure there's parts that are easy. I'm sure there's parts that are hard. How did you sort of get into like the markets and like starting yeah. all that? Did you already always know that that was like? Well, the no, next I, I got to give a shout out to uh, a friend, Al, who um, who had done a Providence flea. And he said, oh, you really got to you really got to try the Providence flea. Yeah. And I, you know, I didn't know enough about it. I really did think it was just a kind of a your typical flea market, flea market yeah. you know and i'm like well i don't really sell that you know i don't that have kind of stuff, he's yeah. like oh no it's it's art it's makers it's oh craft God, it's crafters insane. and all that kind of stuff mm -hmm. yeah so that's when i did the october one and it kind of opened my eyes to that idea of like oh i have my booth mm -hmm. you know i and i did it for a month so it was about four four sundays yeah and um it i got a taste of it yeah. and then it wasn't until the following year 2021 memorial day which i i uh started vending at the Patuxet Village Farmers Market. Yep. Oh, that's And it was a gusty, uh, horrible weekend. But um, that was when I kind of started to do it more frequently. Mm, mm. And now how many like markets do you think you do? Like every weekend? You're yeah. Well, that it, the flea has become one of my- uh, The Lippet Park, right? Lippet Park started on doing Saturdays. that on Saturdays. Yep. But then there's, you know, a field of artisans. Yep. So they're all over the place. You know, a lot of breweries. Um, and, and then, 
you know, Dean Hotel had one. Yeah. Uh, the Juicy Market is, you know, Love they're the putting, market. right? They're mm -hmm. so. Now there yeah, seems there's to be many. a glut <laughs> of, of pop-ups. Yeah, and yeah, so yeah. Yep. I think it's getting, you know, spread around a little bit, yeah. um, which, which, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's great. Everyone's out doing their thing. Yep. Um, and, uh, but it makes, I think it makes it a little challenging to try to do them all, you can't but also all customers, you know, yeah. and it's like, oh, there's one here, there's one there, yeah. there's four over here. So it's like, you got to mm -hmm. pick and choose. So anyway, pick and choose. Yeah. do you feel like being in Providence, like the Providence farmers markets are the best for you? The, which ones? Like the, like the Lippet Park. Cause I know now like Field of Artisans, there's sometimes in South County, sometimes yeah. in yep. Bristol. Like do you stay in Providence mostly? Uh, for the most part, but, but you know, that's one of the things I, I, I've been kind of weighing is mm -hmm. that I love doing the flea. I love doing the Lippet Park. I love doing yeah. all the pop-ups. I love meeting the customers. And the, the important thing for me is just bringing the art to the people Yeah, mm -hmm. because you know, online sales um, are challenging for me. You yeah. know, it's just really hard to get people to, that traffic it's online. So hard. You know, but when they when you see it up close and you just you just kind of you can touch it, you can you know you can hold talk it. Talk to the artist. Talk, talk to can, the artist mm -hmm. and like I really want this. You know, so there's a little bit of that impulse buy, but also that reaction. Um, but one of the things I'm discovering is that, you know, you start doing the circuit and you start kind of seeing some of the similar same faces, yeah. you know, that you're, you're kind of, you're out there to showing it to the same customers. Yep. And I, so I'm starting to think, okay, I, I have to make plans to kind of get out of the state. Mm. You know, I got to get up to Boston. Yep. I got to, you know, try parts of Connecticut. I, Portland, Maine, even, you know, like, yeah. mm -hmm. because I think I had a, I had my first gallery show over in Willimantic yeah. and the only road, I, I mean, I had the walls covered the only Rhode Island themed, I had two, I brought two things. I brought the Quahog uh, print yeah. and the Rhodey Red. Yeah. Everything else was not Rhode Island themed at all. Mm -hmm. And the show did well. Yeah. You know, people, people were reacting to all the artwork. So it tells me like, okay, I Other have my- are open to yeah. not just Rhode Islanders. Exactly. Mm -hmm. and, and it's like, I, I have the Rhode Island themed prints, which I love and they're fun to do. Yeah. And I'm working on more. <laughs> but- um. But it's, it, you know, I have to remind myself, it's like, I have tons of portraits. I have tons of cats yep. and flowers and just like all sorts of stuff. Totally. So that that transcends state borders, you mm -hmm. know? Um, and then I have a lot of people come to my booth and they'll, they'll go through the booth. I'm like, oh my God, where's your store? It's yeah. like, I do not have a store. Mm. I, I think I wish I did, but I don't know. Do you think you would do that? I would, if, if, I, if I had deep enough pockets, yeah. I would totally have a store. Totally, But yeah. it is a major expense. It's so expensive. Oh, yeah. And if there was, you know, someone out there who was like a bored millionaire, <laughs> just like, <laughs> I love your work. Let's have a store. I'd be like, okay, yeah, you know, yeah, 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 I, yeah. I'm, I'm in, you yeah. know, but um, I cannot. Yeah. It's well, hard it's like, enough, you know. Yeah. Opening up, even for like, Places that have been open forever who have decent online sales. Yeah. Having a brick and mortar is almost like the worst things you can oh, do. It's, In a it's, retail it's, space, at least. Because, you know, if someone doesn't want to drive, they can just order it online. If So, like, you're paying thousands of dollars for this space. Yeah, and the who overhead. Knows, the overhead, the electricity, the plumbing, the keeping it clean. It's Insurance, so mm -hmm. you know. Unless it's, like, you know, restaurants where you have to go there to get the food. Yep. 
it kind of and makes that's why the pot the were you going to say something? Yeah, I was. Yeah. Just, I, I'd go as far as to say it. It depends on the type of business that you have. Whether sure. or not a, a brick and mortar makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, I do think there's an argument to be made. Obviously, it's very expensive, so it's not an easy yeah. thing to do. I think mm -hmm. there's an argument to be made for, which is why flea markets and stuff work so well. Yeah. Um, for seeing art in real life, because yeah. art like. It's why museums exist. Like, sure. Uh, you yeah. Know, right now, they don't have to. They could just be pictures online. And yep. but it's not that it's the same. Like art kind of mm. speaks to you in person. Yep. And it can online if it's like your aesthetic. But yeah. you might walk through a gallery and something that you would have never picked out online, like you see, and you're like, wow. Yeah, mm. totally. You know. So I think there is an argument for a brick and mortar for a gallery. Mm -hmm. But I think for most artists, it would have to be like a collaborative or yeah. something. It's, yeah, and there are so those out there. Own, there, yeah. there are collaboratives for sure. Well, and you know, what's nice about the flea is like it's not only do I get to see you, Jeff, but I can also buy you know my favorite loose leaf tea from Amber. Yep. I can go to get your candle, the, the you know, candle, okay. <laughs> wicks and sticks. I can go see all. The, jewelry being right made. like there's so many places that you can go in this one spot that it brings people in yeah so i feel like a lot of times like i think about it i love to shop i love to shop <laughs> so much it's my favorite pastime <laughs> but like how many times do i actually go into a store and shop not very often yeah for someone who has shops as much as i do you would think that i'm always in a store i'm not yeah i always go online yep but with something like the flea because i know i'm gonna go to one spot there's gonna be food trucks there's gonna be cute like, you know, views of the city. There's going to be all vintage clothing. There's going to be uh, just, there's just so yeah. many things and it, and it to bring you in. And, it, and it, it's a, it's a condensed, you know, if you spread that out, if that was there all week. Yeah, it you would know, be not as busy. Right? Mm -hmm. it, it wouldn't be as busy because it's it's not that finite window of time yeah. where you're like, oh, it's Sundays. I got to get there. We go, and it's a, it becomes a habit, you yep. know, or a ritual. Like, yep. oh, yep. we get our coffee. We yep. go down and shop or whatever. Yep. We see what's new. And, and then there's this, you know, South County stuff going on and yep. then stuff over there. But, you know, I when I was at the, when I had the Willimantic show, it was so fun yeah. to just cover the walls with art. Yeah. And it's um, proud and too. I yeah, and I and I honestly like it would it would be a thrill to have some kind of place where people there was foot traffic and people could come in and mm. really see the artwork all the time. Yeah. Um but yeah, I mean that's and that that's could just expensive. Someday. Who knows? Yeah, maybe. And, maybe. And maybe someday there'll be like an artist collective where there is like a big open space that everyone has their corner all the time and you could come everyone gets a shift to work it and you everyone I mean, I'm just putting this idea out there. There's enough artists in this little tiny state to yeah. make that happen. And there's enough mill buildings <laughs> to rent out could make it happen. Um through Well, there's like a I feel like there's a there's a, a hard balance that artists try to to work within of like you want people obviously to like your art, but then you also want them to be able to afford it because you want yeah. your pieces to be out there. But yep. then if you make it too affordable, you can never live off of it. Yep. And, then <laughs> and that is a struggle. That right balance because you can have some really expensive pieces, but you have to have stuff that if you're at a flea, somebody yeah. walking by that had an extra 30 bucks can pick up something small yep. or can pick up something affordable or a print or what have you. Um, but that's not going to be the thing that lets you pay for an office space. Yep. And you, you, you know, what you're saying is totally what I have been trying to figure out mm. and dial in for mm. the last year and a half mm. is pricing, you know? Yeah. And what I've learned, I've, 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 my prices are pretty much at a point that I feel are 
very reasonable. And I think the customers are reacting that way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so you can come to my booth. You can buy an unframed screen print for 20 bucks. Yep. If you buy three of them, it's 50 bucks. Mm -hmm. You know, you can buy a framed screen print for 30 bucks. Oh, wow. And hey, guess what? You get a sticker too. I love yeah. that. So it's, you know, I, yeah. I try to find ways. Now, you know, that I have a lot of stickers, you know, and people buy the stickers and they're three for 10. And and I love making people happy with stickers, mm -hmm. but I can't really- can't live off yeah. I cannot live off sticker no. sales. Yeah. So if Even you come to so my cute. booth and you buy stickers, consider <laughs> buying the print. <laughs> well, there's, um, you know- uh, and I've I know I've told this on this podcast before, but there's the danger of underpricing. Things. Yes, yeah. Um, there's the I've told the story. The Warby Parker guys when they first started, they were looking mm -hmm. for investors. They were going to sell their glasses for twenty bucks mm -hmm. and the or ten bucks or something like that. And the investor said, like, no, these are quality glasses. The accurate price point is ninety nine dollars. Mm. Whether or not that just gives you a huge profit margin, mm -hmm. people won't buy the twenty dollar ones because they're going to perceive them cheap. as cheap. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So like underpricing yourself you're sending a message that you're cheap yeah overpricing yourself you price people out of your market right so it's, it's such a hard balance. and i think when so it's interesting so when people come to the flea there there is there you know people are looking for kind of deals they're not yeah, they're exactly. not looking to spend 80 to 100 dollars yep. on kind of quote fine art yeah so i i and, and you know what i'll be honest i like to make my art reasonably price and accessible for people. Yeah, I want that. people to walk away with a cool print that they they love, they yeah. fall in love with. I don't yeah. want them to be on the fence. I had, there was a customer at the Pawtuxet uh, Village Farmer's Market that saw the the uh, screen printed cicada print on a painted background. And he just kind of fell in love with it. You know, mm. he was staring at it, he's looking at it, and then he came back to it. And and I said, and because he asked the price and I told him and he came around again and he was looking at it and I was like, Hey man, I know you're on the fence. Thirty five bucks, and it's yours. Yeah, and he bought it. Yeah, yeah. you know, and it's accessible. And, and yeah. I'm okay with that. Yeah, you know, I mean, if I can, you know, do that all day, great. You yeah. know, it doesn't always happen that way. Of course. And look, you know, it's it's a. I, I I think at the end of the day, for me, it's just if my art speaks to people and people connect with it. Yeah. That makes me happy. Mm. And if they go the extra step and buy something either for themselves or their sister or their friend, you know, like, oh my God, my coworker loves this. And I've had yeah. a lot of people do that too. Mm. Like they just see something that their coworker, they know, they know like, oh my God, they're going to like this. She would love yeah. this, you know? And yeah. so that's nice. You yeah. know, do you, out of all the art, so you've been painting, you've done um, spray painting, your block mm -hmm. art. Is there one thing that like is your passion? You think? I think, I really think the block printing is um, is something that I it's so, am not so going to stop doing. Yeah. <laughs> and there's yeah. really limitless possibilities on what you can. Because I was just thinking you were talking about this earlier, and I'm going to give you an idea. And if if it if it goes well, okay. Because <laughs> you were talking about walking to Ventura, walking through like strawberry fields. Yeah. Little strawberries. How cute would that be? <laughs> yeah. That would be cute. Right? Very cute. Yeah. I, I would buy that. I would buy that. <laughs> okay. If it's at the flea, let me know. I'll buy okay. that. Put it on a sticker. Put it on a sticker. <laughs> yeah, put it on a sticker. Sold. It's for me. It's no, yeah. F that sticker. The stickers are not the money maker. Um, so yeah, because block art is so cool. It's so different. It's so like you could have like six people who all do like the block. Yeah, and they're different styles. So different. You know, yeah, there's a, another uh, Rhode Island artist, uh, Sarah. I forget, either her last name's Hives, I think, or mm -hmm. Sarah. Um, anyway, she um, she does a lot of floral prints. I love that. Yeah, thistle and yep. um, yeah, flowers and 
and her work is just it's 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 a very different style than mine um and but she has her thing yeah. you know and and I, it's great and and you know every block print artist kind of it's hopefully they find their their style you know mm -hmm. and uh you know put their fingerprint on it so to speak what got you like had you done block print before i've never done it no mm -hmm. i think the the closest i got to it was in high school i did a etching board yeah you ever do that no it's like it's black <laughs> it's black and then you scrape it away oh yeah yeah, yeah. and then uh -huh, it's uh, uh -huh. yeah and then uh, it's white underneath. Yeah. 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 So it's supposed to teach you to use negative space. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So that's so the only time you. It's ever... the only time I, I had a little scratch board, and I still have it to this day. Ah. But uh, yeah, I you know it it, it, it took a while. Yeah. I there were some you know things that I screwed up. In fact, I want to mention when I worked on Patty J's um, piece. Yeah, she's a. It was a tote bag. Or was it was it a... yeah. We did a uh, we did a tote bag, yep. and then we did. Um, uh well I did prints. Yep. Anyway, I drew out the whole thing, sketched yeah. it out. You know, we went back and forth, carved it, and I got about maybe three quarters of the way through and realized that I had misspelled curious. Oh no! Because it was like for the uh, for the road curious. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yes. Cur curated ventures for the road curious. Yeah, love that. So and cute. curious was C U R I. OS, I think I forgot uh, the U or so. Uh, yeah, no. so I learned my lesson, you know, and I tried to make it work. I, yeah. I was, I was yeah. like, oh, maybe I can. Yeah. I, no, it just was ne never going to work. So I had, to, I had to pretty much carve the whole block From again, scratch. And how yeah. long does something like that take? Uh, but, you know, something like something like that one was pretty elaborate. So yeah, and it was I'll, a picture of her. It was the words. Yep, yep. The Newport Bridge, yep. you know, sailboats, yep. the farm, like driving, all this kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, but an hour and a half, two hours. Wow. Sort of just to carve it out. Yeah, and then you get you know then you finesse it, and then you gotta you know do test prints and uh -huh. what's working, what isn't, and but the thing that you know the thing that I've learned is do not carve. If you're if you're on the fence, don't carve it. Just take it ah. because once it's gone, it's gone. Yeah, you can't you know? like you have to start all over. <laughs> yeah, and get a mirror so you you know you hold it up, <laughs> yeah. and then because it's all positive negative stuff, so yeah. you're looking at it or reverse. You yeah. know, it's like okay, that is spelled correctly, <laughs> the spacing works. You know, yeah, and then then you're good because once it's on the block and you're good, you're good. What was your first block art that you did that was a success? So the f well the first one to this day is actually the Cosmo Cosmo Kitty yeah, in the in, in the UFO in the spaceship yeah. that was the first block I carved and I have it on a screen print and stickers yeah. and um and people still it's you know they'll cute. buy it yeah it's super cute so once that kind of happened did it kind of make a little mark in your brain that like oh, okay this is fun for me to do I like doing this I have to do more yeah it was you know it it it, it was challenging it was uh, I was using the hard uh, material so yep. that it was it was tricky um, and even the the block right nowadays is is pretty crusty and scrappy it's not that great yeah um but uh yeah i just kept going and it was like mm -hmm. little little things little you know i would you you can literally get erasers and carve on oh. them and just make you know rubber stamp that's pretty much is what that, you're doing that piece that you brought with you is that like a big piece of rubber or is yeah, that like wood grab it yeah 
I carved that this morning. Oh, she's rubbery. Yep. That's not really the feeling I was expecting. <laughs> no. That's cool. Well, you could, I mean, so there are people who carve on wood. There's people who carve on linoleum. There's yeah. some other materials that you can carve on. So it's it really varies. I've found these to be a, a great uh, combination of pliability, but it's hard enough you know, yeah. so you, you can dig into it. You can, it. You can kind of textures. Textures. Yeah. yeah. You can go kind of light to get those really fine lines. Mm. Well, um, even looking at your shirt, like the Van Gogh on your shirt, I'm like, how much detail to like get those like little pieces like all around his face and the background and the suit? Like that's a lot. Yeah. It it, lot. it does, you know, and some sometimes a lot of the blocks, especially with the portraits, you know, you make a note to yourself like, okay, I have to. I got to go kind of light over here. Mm. I know what I'm going to do. And you have to have a, you know, the other thing is with portraits, you want to have thematically like, well, obviously with Vincent Van Gogh, I kind of made it look like <laughs> him and, yeah. you know, his work, <laughs> Yeah, you yeah. know, yeah. Yeah. with yeah. other other artists, you, you, you kind of find a way to make it look like, okay, it's identifiable, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, the thing too with that kind of, artwork that kind of process um i feel like the relatable thing for people would be like because you're everything else you do you're drawing the line yeah and this kind of thing you're removing everything but yeah mm. so the most relatable thing would probably probably be everybody has screwed up carving a pumpkin yeah. and you and you cut it wrong and part of the tea falls off <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Kind of, or the eye drops out or yeah. whatever because you're not used to carving the negative out right you're used right to, you're used to the writing in the positive portion of sure the drawing and you're, you're so training your brain to you're do adding that. it versus i mean you're taking it away versus adding yeah, yeah. training your brain to do that takes a while yeah we it does one in a high school art class and it was tough Impossible. yeah i in fact there's a print i did of uh snake plissken Kurt Russell is uh, in Escape from New York. Mm -hmm. And when I was carving it, I was foolish and didn't print out the reversed image. Mm. So I just had the positive image. Yeah. And I was looking at it and I thought, ah, I got this, you know, yeah. da, da, da. And then I realized I was carving a little too deep oh, on his, shoot. he has got a bit of a, like a five o'clock shadow, mm -hmm. kind of like a beard. Yeah. And then I carved too low thinking it was the other side. <gasps> so, but I, but, I, I, I caught myself in time. Uh, <laughs> I didn't go far enough. Over. And then, yeah, so now when I do that print, I'll make the print and then I have to kind of like go do in. a little patchwork with a yeah. little stamp. Yeah. And no, you know, no one's going to notice and it looks fine. Yeah, of course. But you do get to a point with a block if you screw, if you really screw it up, you you, you're, you're, you're done. Well, There's no eraser because no. you got to add it back in. <laughs> no, There's no it's compound, gone. you know. <laughs> it's funny because you, I didn't even think about it like how you just said it, Nick. You literally have to train your brain about, because I was looking at, you had brought in a block that has words on it. And honestly, it's been sitting in front of me the whole time. And I literally now just can read what it says because it's backwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, you know, you have to like picture it up and like what it's going to say. Like I, I could not figure it out. And to train your brain yeah. to yeah, be able to. You're training your brain to think in the negative and in reverse. In reverse. Right, yeah. right. So that is a person with dysle dyslexia's worst nightmare. <laughs> yeah, right. Because yeah. it's like you've trained your brain for so long to think like quote unquote right. normally and now you're like or I don't know maybe they'd be brilliant at it maybe, maybe. they're like oh I, I, I can just carve away oh, yeah. <laughs> I can just carve where my brain takes me yeah yeah has there been one piece of art that you've done that you're like it's been like your favorite you've ever done 
Well, to this point, obviously yeah, that's going to yeah. change. But like to this point or something that you did and you were like, I didn't think I was it was going to come out as good as it did. Yeah, I think so. Sometimes I get that question once in a while. And I have to say the uh, there is a block. I don't know if I brought a copy of it, but um, it's a, a print f- uh, of Salem, yep. Salem, Massachusetts. Yeah. And let me see if I have a copy of it here because uh, it. You know, it's it hard be hard for me to do it justice by talking. <gasps> oh, oh, there it is, right there. So you take oh. a peek at that. So there was a lot of detail in yeah. there, and so I wanted cool. to spell Salem using uh-huh. some of the iconic kind of black cat, a yep. witch, a broom, bones, the and the steeples of the house, yeah. the gables, right? And that was, you know, and there were some little details. So many elements. That, yes, there's a little ghost in the corner. Yeah. There's a little jack o' lantern. Like there's a spider. Too. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And so that one, that one evolved. And and so I would I would leave certain areas blank yeah. or uncarved, bef- you know, before I did it because I wanted to be sure, like, oh, oh, and I sort of sleep on it and be like, oh, I could put a little spider there. I yeah. could do a little this, a little mm-hmm. that. And then and then the 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 grave. Do you see the 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 um. Uh, the fence, the fence yep. right, and the the uh, the cemetery, yep. right. Yeah. Well, originally, I think those were supposed to be houses in the distance, ah. but it some, but then it didn't. The space, it, it wasn't working out right, and I was like, oh, you know what? I'll just make it a you yeah. know gravestone. Like, so, or somebody leans over your shoulder and goes like, oh, cool gravestones. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, that's, yep. Exactly that's what they right. are. <laughs> yep, yep, you're yep. right. You got yeah, it. It's and I can imagine like the different textures like the a of the witch's hat and then like the cross of the the of the broom like they're different textures overlapping each other so right. you got to think a lot about it right that's so cool yeah that one that. is uh, i'm super happy with that and so now we're getting into like the spooky season so i'm going to be going through all of my all of my halloween themed things yeah. uh, prints and then turning them into screen prints so they'll have you, you know, done a hocus pocus one yet I haven't. No, oh, this is the this I is probably the year, baby. Should, right? <laughs> this is the year. The new one's coming out. Number people two are, comes out this year, right? Yeah, yeah. people are going to be. And it was part of it was made here. Yeah, it's right. Yeah, a lot of it oh, was made here, yeah. right? Yeah, like a yeah. picture of the three sisters. Ha- I mean, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm putting you. I'm giving you a lot of work because I. That's, I know, right? That's right. going to be a lot. Yeah, we're, but, we're good at that. You know, I do commissions. So this uh, is Sasha. the season. <laughs> but this, think of all the people that want to wear a Rhode Island off uh, artist. Sporting hocus pocus to go see. You heard it here, folks. That's it. You'll be able to. Yeah. Jeff Palmer is going to be. Go to heyrody.com, the online store. (laughs) (laughs) Hocus pocus shirts, baby. Yeah. I think that would be cool. And you're so good at. Whoa. That was a good. good, good, For for the listeners out there, yeah. Sasha almost knocked over an entirely filled (laughs) water bottle. Yeah. Water bottle. I saved it, guys. Yep. I just said I wasn't athletic. Look at me. That was. And it's so tall. Look at that center of gravity. I would have ended up like swatting it across the room. Yeah. That would have been like. I honestly don't I know how that worked computer. out. I don't know how that worked out. So let me ask you a question. I got to ask you two a question. So what for for you doing this podcast? Yeah. What have you? I don't. I don't want to say what. What have you learned about yourselves? But what? What? What is? What do you like about doing this podcast? You can go first, Nick. Thanks for asking that. Yeah, nice you know, I like to, you know, because I like to ask questions yeah. too. I know yeah. you're behind right now. Yeah, like I know. Not, I'm usually not, your, not in this yeah. chair. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean. So here's, I can go with two things. So one would be, uh, it's just really interesting to get to talk to people I never would have been able to talk to. Yeah. Um, you know, 
there are people like yourself that I may have ran into at a, a flea or sure. something uh, and had a conversation with. Um, but there's also people like, you know, whatever we had the CEO of Narragansett Brewery. Like I'm yeah. probably not going to just run into that guy <laughs> yeah, and have yeah. a conversation with him. Like totally. there's people I don't get to talk to, but then there's also people that maybe I would have gotten to talk to, but I never would have had these conversations. Yeah. I never would have been like, Hey, tell me all about your business and yeah. sat down for an hour to talk about it and then found ways to relate it to like everyday life or right. you know, my philosophies or balance those kinds of things off somebody. So just getting to talk to people I wouldn't have before. Yeah. Uh, something I think I've figured out about myself is uh, Sasha and I are a good pair for this because yeah. I have no desire to fill dead air. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. I I just I I'm, I would be totally happy sitting here and letting you just talk, and yeah. then when it stops, yeah. I'd be like, "All right, now what?" Um, and well, thanks Sasha's, for coming in, Jen. Yeah, 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 yeah and yeah. Sasha's <laughs> very good at like having questions. Like she has yeah. questions, but, yeah. and that are right. that are prescient and they make sense, and they can go. And I will go off on a tangent on something, and I might end up with a question. Yeah, but I don't have a lot of like. um Let's say like like keep the ball rolling, yeah. um, keeping people talking type of questions. Yeah. I really only want to ask the question if I'm genuinely curious about yeah. the question. Oh, okay. Um, and having somebody of a the opposite mm -hmm. uh, ilk has really yep. worked out. You know? Yeah, you learned a, a, a lot a, from it. Yeah, Abbott and Costello over here. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I guess for me, my favorite part about doing this is I feel like you know talking with you jeff or talking mm -hmm. with aganza or talking with um asher from frog and toad or um laura from buns and bites yep. or you know aya from bintamani like regardless of who we're chatting with like everyone has like a common thread that sometimes i think with social media and the yeah. craziness of life sometimes you don't like pick up on that mm -hmm. and i think just being able to talk to people and hear that like no one knows what the hell is going on. Mm. We're all faking it till we make it. We're all just trying to be, I mean, I, I say this, I know this is not always the truth, but I'm mm. going to live my life with this truth. We're all trying our best. We're all showing up. Yep. We're all, and I think it just kind of makes like this like common thread. Like it makes me feel good about the people I'm around and the community that I'm around. Yeah. And similarly with Nick, like I just love getting to sit people in this room and yeah. talk for an hour about what they like to do, why they love Rhode Island, why they stayed here, why they wanted to start a business here. Yep. You know, if they're from elsewhere, if they're from here and they came back, like I just love getting to like get like behind the scenes yeah, like, of yeah. their life. I just I think it's so cool. And how's the reaction been? Have you have you like uh you've been doing this for quite a while. You have quite yeah. a few episodes. I yeah. don't know what this episode number is going to be, but you know 55? 55. 55. Maybe. Okay. That um, don't don't quote us on that. No, 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 no <laughs> but, but range, you know, we you know, you you've hit that, you know, milestone so to speak. Well, like how how are you feeling about it? Like, are you getting positive yeah. feedback from folks? There's only been, po I mean, knock on wood. Mm -hmm. I feel like I shouldn't knock even on say this. foam here. Knock on We're foam. Knock on but there, fake the, wood. The the, the, the general desk. disposition <laughs> has all been really good. I yeah. think people know um, that we are just trying to shed light on the businesses and the people that make Rhode Island so wonderful. Yeah, yeah. Um, and obviously, there's going to be hiccups along the way. We've had, you know episodes that we've put up that we've been like oh we should have edited that out or right yeah so these aren't edited 
They are edited. Oh, you're going to edit? The, yeah, okay. we do edit them. Yeah. I, I say bit. that You'll edit Nick out. Yeah, like, he's, exactly. he's gone. All this stuff I said was stupid. <laughs> it's just Sasha, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, so uh, I, I, I do still classify it as unedited because yeah. we only really pull things out if either at somebody's request. Oh, like, I oh, got hey, you. Yeah, yeah. I, I referred to this, but I called them the wrong name. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'd really rather not that that yeah, not yeah. be in there. Mm-hmm. Um, 99.9% of the conversation ends up in, uh, you know, I'll figure out where I'm going to cut us in. Right, and right, like, yeah. Whatever. But it's pretty, it's, it's somebody like, coughs in the middle of yeah, it. I'll pull yeah, that yeah, out. yeah. We edit it to make it sound good. But I also think like if we had someone on here who said something and then they regretted it, like we can edit that out. Like that's <laughs> yeah. not, you know, or someone we've had, a, 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 a Nick kind of said it, but we've had someone on here who referred to a business incorrectly, like the name of the business. Yeah, of course. And, yeah, yeah. and I do think that people know that that happened. Yeah. Like, that is just like a, a human error. But like we do our best to make sure that like everyone sounds their best so yeah. they get the light shined on them in a great positive way yeah and at the end of the day we want people that like it, this isn't i say it all the time but it's not like a gotcha journalism no. podcast right it's, it's right. friendly it's a conversation yeah. and it's we want like, and yeah, i t- and we i want you to be excited that you were exactly on, you know? yeah and, and i do the friends. same when i you know with yeah. you know working with luminous is it's i i try to reassure because a lot of the people that we interview have never been in front of a camera. Yeah. Now you got lights and it's all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, I just want to let you know, this is not gotcha journalism. Like yeah. I'm on your side. I want yeah. to get the best out of you. So yeah. let's just, so let's we'll work. If, if there's anything you screw up, mm-hmm. you know, if you don't feel comfortable with, we'll go back to it. We'll revisit it. Mm-hmm. You know, all that that's kind a great of stuff. way to put it. Like you're working together. We just want you to feel the best, get the best out of you. Yeah. That's how, that's how we are. I think yeah. like, we're just like, we want to shine a light on your business. Or if you're someone who like your business relies highly on like your backstory, like, yeah. we'll tell that backstory. Right. Yeah, or for sure. you don't want anyone to know anything about your personal yeah, life. Yeah. That's okay too. Like yep. we just want to know, you know, our state is so small. And, and, and I say this half joking, half not everyone knows everyone yeah. or everyone has heard of everyone. You know, th- that's unlike any other state, right? Like you can go to Massachusetts it's and live unique, there your for whole sure. life. Yeah. And you don't know anyone. If you're from Boston, you might not know anyone from Attleboro. Right. But in Rhode Island, you are going to know no matter where you're from. <laughs> Six degrees of Sasha and Nick. <laughs> yeah, yeah right. of Rhode Island. <laughs> of Rhode Island. We're going to hit that point. As yeah. Eventually. <laughs> but you just know everyone. And, and to me, it's like, how exciting is it to be like, you know, if someone listens to our podcast yeah. and they hear about they hear you talking, Jeff, and yeah. then they go to the flea and they're like, oh, I just heard him on the podcast. Yeah, like, yeah. let me go stop by and look at his art, even if they say that they heard it or not. Like mm-hmm. just the fact that someone's going to listen and, and it's going to spark like, oh, let me look into that. I let agree. Me see yeah. that. And it also, you know, along with that, because it's it is so intimate and small and there's a sense of community, mm. it kind of um, not forces us, but. You know, you want to be on your best behavior. You want to be, you know, you don't want to be slamming, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. your neighbors uh-huh, uh-huh. or or disparaging yeah, folks. You totally. know, you, you just, you know, it doesn't mean you need to agree with everyone, and doesn't yeah. mean you need to, you know, always, you know, play super nice. You know, mm-hmm. but you know, there is a little bit of that, like, mm-hmm. hey, we're all in this together. We're let me let, 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 lend you a hand. Yep. You know, especially with vending, there's always like, oh God, can you help me put up my tent? You know, yep. there's a mm-hmm. there's a camaraderie. You know, mm-hmm. you're, yeah, you're kind of in the trenches. Yeah. You know, and I and I think. It is beholden upon us as uh, as a small state, mm-hmm. you know, to really help uh, help one another when we can. You yeah, know, totally. it's, it's not you know everyone's out there kind of for their own. You know, I'm hustling, I'm making my money, you're making yours, whatever. Mm-hmm. But if you can, 
kind of, and that's where some of the collaborations I was going to say, you doing, do a ton of collaboration. I try to, yeah. yeah. And it's just because I see so many talented people doing things that I don't do. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, oh, they have a great vibe. They have a, you know, they make stained glass, they make soap, they make, um, you know, uh, laser cutting um, ornaments and, yep. and, uh, and you name it. And it, it, so it's fun to, to, to put it out there and say, hey, would you be interested in doing something? Jewelry, like that Quahog, the little uh, yeah. Quint the Quahog, you know, that, that's a cool thing. I, per, I have a terrible time kind of going the next step and inspiring people to buy stuff. But, <laughs> but you know, maybe, maybe, maybe someday the tides will turn and it'll all kind of I think so. I happen. think you're doing a great job. Yeah. I have uh, I had written something down earlier. Um, Is it too messy to read? No, no, oh. no. I got it. I just I, we kind of got a, got off of it, but I wanted to touch on it. Yeah, because we're kind of talking about like the community aspect stuff, and it kind of kind of works. Um, we were talking about like way back at the beginning of the conversation yeah. how um, at one point you worked at like your local video store, and that's where you met your now wife. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was thinking at that time like, what exists now? That is that the local video store. Yeah, I don't think Apple there Store. Is I think the closest thing is is a, is a restaurant. Yeah, I think the Probably. closest thing is is a so no. A, it, you know what? It's a brew. It's a brewery. It's yeah, a brew pub. Probably. Because you're. That's a great point. Because we were in Dover, New Hampshire. Express Video was the place. Yeah, I had, yeah. I like, had one in my town. That yeah, everybody went to the same. And that was like VHS. We had DVDs were coming in. You know, VHS, mm -hmm. and there were lines Friday nights. You'd have lines to the back that's of the. Crazy. And it was you'd just be meeting that. every walk of life. Yep. Um, and then you'd get to meet the town. You'd mm -hmm. meet the, the city. So yeah. So I think I think brew pubs. Breweries, yeah. Uh, yeah. That, but that would be my yeah. I would like. Take the because I remember like I have and this is something that kids now won't have but like I have like childhood memories of going to the video store. yeah for like, sure like, like imprinted like that was part of movies for me was yeah. going to the video store and I knew the guy his name was Bob behind the counter and he yep. would always like give us a treat when we were in there and like <laughs> he was a nice older guy and there yeah was like you'd kind of walk by and it was the you know it was a judge of the book by its cover you looked at the actual yep. VHSs and picked something out and yep I was afraid of the horror section because <laughs> they were scary and like there's that doesn't exist for kids anymore even as it's far true. as like the arcade. Yeah, the arcade is no. You're anymore. right. Yeah. I mean, you have like your Dave and Buster's, but that's not. What and an those ex and, and and you know, um, I would maybe say you know maybe a really good comic store is the closest you're going to yeah. get. And to those that. are coming back. Yeah, the record stores, record, are record to come stores. Back. You know, yeah. so there there are there are and I'm, you know I do some work with a record store up in Newburyport. Um, mm. That is uh, been around for what forty years or yeah. quite a while. Wow, and, that's good. And they have a good clientele, so there is a little bit of that. Mm. You know. Um, Again, brick and mortar, yeah. you know, a physical place that people can come in, you know, and, and I would say, um, you know, like, yeah, coffee shops, a really good coffee shop. I know mm. you interviewed, uh, or I don't know if I, maybe you did, um, Little Sisters? Yeah, Melina. Little, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's that kind of like neighborhood someone. community, totally. that mm -hmm. sense of like, oh, everyone comes here. But yeah, it's uh, that was a good time. It really was. Yeah, I and miss that. It doesn't that. exist anymore, yeah, obviously. But I miss like on a the Friday popcorn night. machine on the counter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We had this, in ours, was there was this mass, in the middle of the, 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 the space, there was this, it was in like a strip mall, but there was this massive uh, like 
almost like a Rube Goldberg kind of, you crank the balls and they oh, go to the top cool. and then they all go down. And So we'd have to hear that all the time. Yeah, <laughs> I miss it. I cool miss- for the customer. It's not the greatest for the employees. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I remember I always wanted that bag. There was always a bag of cotton candy and my mom always said no. <laughs> no. I was like, can uh, I get the cotton yeah. candy? She'd be like, no. I mean, I worked at like, and this was when they, like right before they went out of business, I worked at uh, Game Crazy, which was attached uh-huh. to Hollywood Video. Oh, uh, that's before so Before they went funny. out of business. And that was like the next step along that journey of those slowly getting yeah. things that was that kind of big box store video store mm, mm, mm. but even those went the way of the dodo and, um oh. yeah there was uh, i guess i think it's quentin tarantino and his i think it's in his hometown there was mm. a video store that existed uh when he was a kid and when they were going to close it he bought it yeah and like kept all the movies in it oh that's great and, like so he still he as far as I know, if he owns, works in it, <laughs> owns the video store. Like it's not. I do not think it's open to the general public. He oh, just yeah. bought it to have them, but he does screenings there of old movies. That's, oh, that's cool. cool. Like I just thought that was kind that's of like awesome. kept that like that he, thing in the. Town. He has the, he has the passion, the interest, and, and the, money the money to do that. Yeah. Yeah. When you have those things, you yep. can do everything. <laughs> you can do quite yeah, a bit. On a whim, somebody can be like, "I'm selling um my video store," and you can be like, "I'll take it." Yeah, yeah. Imagine if it was open, like me buying a candy bar. What's that? If he if he did work there, and he had like a little name tag it was like Clinton, and you're <laughs> well like, he started working at a video store yeah, so i think like, it was the one that it. he worked at oh, if i'm not oh wow wrong i think it was the one he, like from his childhood that he worked at that then when they were going to close it down and shut it all down right just right. bought it i didn't work at a movie store but i worked at a theater okay a, mo- a movie yeah. theater. a movie theater a movie theater where in Lincoln. In Lincoln, yeah. Cinema World. Is it still there or not it there? It is still yep. there. No kidding. Uh-huh. It's actually expanded to now it has like a bar and a bowling alley. Uh, uh, wow. What's that thing? Uh, laser tag. Laser tag. Thank you. What? An wow. arcade. But when it's I was at the there. Lincoln Mall. It's at the oh. Lincoln Mall. Wow. And it was like my first. It was like very minimum wage. Mm-hmm. I met so many fun people. It was like, you know... It, I feel like similarly to like what your experience was like I I met people and we were there, you know, Friday nights we were all there and we'd all go to get Subway sandwiches together (laughs) and then our breaks we'd go like sit in on movies. Yeah, yeah. Papaginos. It's kind of like if you're going to do a re if you're going to have that retail experience, that's, you know, those are pretty fun jobs. Uh, So much fun. You know, because you're meeting people and Uh and it's just low. Imagine being 16 years old and having access to free movies. Yeah, there you go. And you're, you're, what you're making is just because like your it's your first job yeah. and you're making yeah. spending money and yeah. like right right it's a fun job and we'd get screeners of movies that hadn't been released oh, yet man. you know yeah, and some cool. and some bizarre stuff you know stuff that was fringy yeah. uh, independent was yeah. like, no that's way cool. i got a copy of that so yeah, that's what i loved about working at uh game crazy at the time was we played everything because they had a policy where if you wanted to try a game and we had more than one copy. We would mm-hmm. open a brand new game and pop it in our tester. Oh, nice. Try it. So we would just open a brand new game every time it came. <laughs> no matter what. And we That's would just fun. play everything. I used fun. to get like movie posters. That was like my yep. favorite. Yeah. Like, you know, I, that when I worked there, like Twilight was so big. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I had friends who wanted like the Twilight poster and I got it. And <laughs> I, yeah. Oh my God. I just like, I loved working. I, if I could go work at a movie theater again, I would 100%. I know it's totally different now, I'm sure. Yeah. And it, it probably loses its like. It's probably know, way more stressful. Yeah, nowadays. I know. Family probably, of four is 100 bucks. It probably yeah. lost its like sparkle yeah. but it was so fun like you put like your little polo on with your name tank <laughs> you just like tuck in your little shirt and like you could wear like fun earrings like well that you know? so, like we were talking uh you were talking about how there were some like screeners that came in up pretty obscure yeah. things or like i've heard people complain about how new movies 
I mean, I complain about it all the time. It's all just, it's all just remakes. <laughs> the people or, are you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> By people, I mean me. Personally. <laughs> um, the, but movies are all either like series or remakes yeah. or they're, they're going back to the same. Well, and I think it was Matt Damon that was in an interview recently and he explained that that is now because of the loss of DVDs. So mm. because people aren't buying DVDs and they don't make really any money off of streaming, yeah. if a movie flopped, there was not a good chance, but there was a chance it was going to make about a third of what it was oh, for sure in DVD, DVD sales. sales yeah. So they yeah. could make it up on the back end and there were things that turned into cult classics. Yeah. So they could take these risks that they can't they need to make the money in theaters now, right and right. people yeah. aren't even really going to theaters anymore it's so, so yeah speaking of dvds this is kind of funny because i got a new spinning rack for my display yeah um fancy right yeah. it's like retail <laughs> so uh and it, it's a it's for cds and dvds but i'm putting prints in it but mm -hmm. i happen to have boxes of cases of my feature film that i filmed in new hampshire ah, cool. called on the fringe and i'm like why don't I just bring some DVDs? Yeah. So I, I I did, and at the Patuxent Market, there was a couple there, and they're really cool. They was looking around like, oh my god, I love this stuff. This is great. And I saw the guy who was holding one of the film, one of the DVD cases, and yeah. he was looking at it, look, reading the back. And then he came over to me. He's like, Michael Walsh, you know, like Michael Walsh from Dover, New Hampshire. And I'm like, yeah. He's like. As he was my best oh, either he was my best man my at his wedding or vice God. versa oh, like yeah. i know michael i used to do theater i used to do film and all this stuff and it just opened oh, up this whole conversation so funny. yeah so i love that so random connection yeah. here in rhode island i just happened to bring it to the That's market so thinking like eh, maybe i'll sell you know one, one. Yeah. <laughs> i got yeah. them anyway yeah, yeah i have them might as like well you know getting into movies like something like that like you know like he maybe he has an extra 20 bucks and he can buy a dvd sure when you know like it me like i'm not gonna buy dvd because i know that i can buy it on streaming but right. like if you're really getting into film or you're starting a film class you're doing whatever like you probably want to have that tangible like piece of absolutely you know, art yeah. in your hand mm -hmm. because you don't even realize that like it's different than something that's digital and streaming exactly. you know it, it is like a mm -hmm. it's like print you know and, like, and you even can like opening up, the dvd right? case and yep. like reading it yep. like that used to be oh my god i used to love to buy dvds because i used to just love reading the artwork the back and, and like the little Brian, like the collector's edition that out. has all the different oh my god that was features. like my favorite <laughs> do you yeah. still have any i do still have a few like i remember it was probably inappropriate at the at the time but my dad and my stepmom got me this like big special edition pink velvet sex in the city like like limited edition box collection when i was like 16 and that was like my prized possession <laughs> it came in like a big glass box and it was like wow it was probably like Jesus. It was huge. And it must have been like <laughs> 200 bucks because it was all of yeah. every single episode from every single season. All the box sets of TV shows were very. And you still have it? I still have it. Yeah. Nice. I don't know, honestly, I don't. It's somewhere in my. My office, mom still buys everything, uh, even though she will, almost everything we watch is the digital version or that yeah. she watches now is the digital version. She still won't just buy the digital version. She buys the DVD because That's the DVD nice. or Blu-ray comes with the digital version now. Gotcha. So she's yeah. like, no, I'm going to have the physical copy of it. Yeah. Which I mean is I probably it. smart. I miss it. It's yeah, it's um you know, it's interesting to have have that t technology. I mean, we we were still using our VHS up until uh was for Christmas movies because we'd have some things Aww, some Christmas movies. I but, love that. but our VHS <laughs> player died. <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah, we got one in there. We got one. <laughs> 
It pooped the bed. <laughs> no, yeah. it shit the bed. Yeah, it did. Well, even like a CD, like how fun was it to go and buy a CD, take it out of its case, yeah. unwrap it in the plastic Try vinyl. to listen to it in the car and it skips. Oh my God. And then yeah. like, just like, I remember just sitting in my room listening and just like reading the lyrics and like replaying and reading more lyrics and looking at the pictures and like coming yeah. up with my own stories. I miss that. I know. And I, uh, the car that I used to have, the old Focus, had a cassette player. So oh, I would cool. I, I would have a box of old tapes yeah. and pop those in and, oh, you know, man. random. I mean, sometimes you have a mixed mix tape, you know? Yep. Yep. Oh, I love that. Good stuff. That. Oh my God, Jeff, this is so fun. I'm so happy you came on. I am too. This yeah. is great. Thank you so much for being here and giving us over an hour of your time, we try oh, to keep we try goodness. to keep track of time. Yeah, yeah, no, that's good. People it's good. are important. Can I can I uh, give you my like kind of oh, info? Yeah, you know? Oh right yeah, right that's yeah. what's yeah. next, Where, baby. Best cool. place for people to find you: website, mm-hmm. social Great. media. Yeah, so the uh, so I post. A, I'm I'm most active on Instagram. Yep. So you can find me at Pixel Palmer, P I X E L. My last name Palmer, and um, my website is Taft Street Studios. Dot com. And that's, yeah, dot com. Uh, so those two are really where you can find me. I mean, yeah. if you go to Instagram, Pixel Palmer, you'll see the link to my website. And um, go, moving forward, I know this episode will probably come out like in mid-fall. Mm-hmm. And I think the flea is going till October. Yeah. So the flea is down at the Greenway till through September. Mm-hmm. And then it moves October. It moves inside farm back fresh. to Farm Fresh. Will you be there? I'll be there. Yeah. Cool. I'll be there for the most part. Yep. I think there might be, you know, a couple... Sundays through the fall and winter that I'm elsewhere, but yep. I like I like to stay active with the flea. Yeah, this cool. is like we said earlier. There's so many pop ups going so on. So many, yeah. But if yeah. someone's looking to see you in person, go on your Instagram. Yep. Um, but the flea is always a good spot, and there's also so Lip many park. Yeah, there's so many great artists at all these other pop ups too. It's such a great place to like really indulge and in, and in see different art and different things and wares and makers yeah. and all that stuff so mm-hmm. i love that you're at the fleet yeah. i love visiting you when well anywhere near at lippet park because you're right down the street from my house. yeah i know <laughs> it's a stroll down in your pajamas we, we, right? well we don't stroll down in our pajamas <laughs> no. we gotta look cute you at could though but... <laughs> that's true we're that's not going true. in our pjs um but no this was great having you on um i'm so happy we made this work and yeah happen. you're great i love your artwork um i have many pieces of it in, in my personal collection bags stickers block art um but yeah this was great thank you so much for being here well thanks i really appreciate it yeah. thanks for having me on yeah, thank you so and fun. right before we sign off hit us one more time website and instagram yeah website is uh taft street studios.com and my pics uh my uh, instagram is pixel palmer pixel palmer pixel palmer love that's it, it. love yeah. it all right. Well, thanks everybody for listening. Thanks, and, uh, guys. Check out Jeff at one of the, the many pop ups that he's at, uh, and check out his website and Instagram. Yeah. Thanks, Thank guys, you. For Thank listening. you. Have a good day. Bye.